Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of our Clean Energy podcast. We promised to do this in the run-up to COP. COP is now happening, so a really important time to be releasing this sort of content. Uh, in episode 14, we're going to be focusing on Vietnam. My name is Tom. I'm a managing associate in the Energy, Natural Resources and Infrastructure team at Simmons. And Vietnam is a country that's very close to my heart, and particularly its energy sector, because I worked on a number of projects in Vietnam for two or three years, um, working with the Vietnamese government on a, on a range of different energy procurements. It's also a very interesting time to talk about the country because it's at the sharp end of the energy transition. It has last week at COP uh, signed up to a pledge to phase out coal over the next uh, 10 or 20 years. Uh, and at the same time, it's trying to replace those plants with lots of offshore wind, um, lots of solar projects and lots of onshore wind too. So really interesting time to talk about the country. I'm joined by Hung from Villaf. Uh, Villaf are one of the leading firms, if not the leading firm in Vietnam. Hi Hung, um, could you just say hello to our listeners and introduce yourself please? Hi Tom, uh, hi everybody. Um, it's a pleasure uh, for me to uh, speak with you on this uh, episode. My firm Villaf has been working on renewable energy projects uh, since the early time when the government of Vietnam began to develop policies and increase uh, investment in the green energy projects. So we have uh, actively worked with uh, developers, financial institutions and uh, foreign investors for the development, financing and, and uh, acquisition of numerous um, renewable projects in Vietnam. So in terms of the solar and wind powers uh, alone, we have been actively involved in uh, a little more than 100 projects to date. Uh, for hydropowers, which, uh, which is a more traditional uh, green energy um, time in Vietnam, we mainly work for domestic and international banks in uh, the financing of uh, certain big hydropower projects. Uh, for, for as long as uh, 15 years ago, um, so and um, just uh, just just for just for hydropower, so, uh, uh, I I noticed uh, a trend in uh, the last few years now that the um, the, the government developers uh, EVN is uh, uh, now seeking refinancing uh, a number of their old projects. Fantastic! Uh, thank you very much, Hung, for introducing yourself. Um, and great to be speaking with you. We, we all know it's a, it's a critical time for the world um, and in particular countries like Vietnam um, moving from fossil fuel dependency to sustainable energy. Could you just tell us a bit about how Vietnam are setting those targets um, and what targets they've set within the country? I know that the, the, um, the, the master plan of Vietnam or the energy plan is a very important document for setting central targets for government. Um, but could you just explain a bit about that to our listeners, what, what targets have been set? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, in Vietnam, um, uh, we, uh, uh, most people would talk about the uh, National Power Development Plan, which uh, is the PDP in short. Uh, but uh, just before that, um, I would like to talk a little bit about the um, the strategy that that had been set by the Communist Party of Vietnam. Uh, so as uh, as you may aware as, as you may be aware of, uh, so the Communist Party of Vietnam set all national important uh, strategies 
for the country. So uh, in 2020, um, the Politburo of the Communist Party of Vietnam already set out a very um, comprehensive uh, strategy for renewable energies uh, development. Uh, so it's uh, set um, uh, the target of uh, renewable, renewable renewable energy uh, at uh, at least uh, 15 to 20 percent by 2013 and 25 to 30 percent by 2045. Uh, and uh, the Politburo um, also uh, directs uh, the government that it should. Uh, have policy to encourage uh, development of rooftop and on water solar power as well as the offshore wind powers. Uh, so for that part, um, it comes the government. So the government uh, set out its own uh, national target in its uh, PDP. Currently, the government is uh, drafting the uh, national power development plan number eight. Uh, and. Uh, um, the latest draft that we saw uh, set um, to reduce uh, coal fire power uh, from to 34% in 2030 uh, and, and to 17 or 18% in 2045. And no further coal fire power plants uh, will be. Uh, developed uh, after 2025. And so the PDP also uh, adheres to the Politburo strategy that um, I just talked about. In other words, um, renewable energies will be given high priority, especially offshore wind power and rooftop and on water solar power. Great, thank you. That's a really comprehensive summary, and, and really interesting to see how um, how other governments go about setting those those targets. So, thank you very much. Um, we we know most most observers will know that hydro is um, a very popular source of renewable energy in Vietnam, but perhaps hydro capacity is now maxed out. Could you tell us a bit about um, the technology types that are used in Vietnam for renewable energy and perhaps what the what the dominant technology is at, at the moment and what, what, what might become the dominant technology over the next few years? Um, yes, um, you are absolutely correct that uh, hydro power uh, has been uh, the dominant um, power source uh, in terms of renewable in Vietnam uh, for the last uh, 20 years or so. Uh, but it is uh, being phased out, of course, because uh, there is not much uh, room for development of uh, hydropower plants anymore. Um, so um, so uh, the government uh, looks set to uh, continue with uh, solar and, and uh, wind powers as the dominant uh, power sources in the near future. Uh, in the, currently, in the Existing uh, PDP, which is uh, PDP number seven, um, there are already 135 solar power projects with a total capacity of about uh, 8.9 gigawatt. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, in that PDP, uh, PDP seven, um, there are also 91 wind power projects with capacity of 6.9 gigawatt. So 
um, so it looks to be um, developing a lot uh, on solar and the wind powers. Uh, uh, and um, uh, another interesting source is um, uh, the government also set uh, some target on uh, biomass power because because uh, Vietnam is uh, still an agricultural country in some aspect. So uh, its potential for biomass uh, power is um, is quite uh, significant. So the government in the PDP seven set uh, set for biomass power to to uh, take about 1.2 percent in 2025 of the total energy source. Uh, um, so, uh, so as the major uh, sources of renewable power, so uh, to that, uh, but uh, I understand that the government also uh, studying um, developing uh, geothermal and marine energies, uh, but uh, those are not yet been uh, uh, concrete, and uh, there not yet any uh, hard targets set for those type of uh, new energies. Thank you. Uh, fascinating to hear how many different sources of, of renewable generation that Vietnam could potentially utilize. Really interesting. And, and, and great. looking across all of those technologies, it's going to be interesting to see which ones attract domestic investment and which ones will require international investment and skills. Perhaps the more complicated technologies like offshore wind, Vietnam might need to look outside the country. Uh, but yeah, but thanks. That's a, that was a really interesting overview. Um, I, I want to touch now a bit on um, actually procuring projects of those types. So, so if you could just tell me a bit about the the main route to market for renewables projects in Vietnam, um, and then also if you could touch perhaps on um, whether there's an auction process or subsidies, those sorts of things. So, any 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 incentives that are given to investors. Um, yeah, so uh, in general, the, uh, most uh, projects in Vietnam will be subject to auction auction process uh, unless um, there is uh, only uh, one particular investor interested in one particular project. Uh, so um, the, uh, the law of Vietnam is now uh, very clear on the auction procedures and uh, when to auction and when the auction may not be needed. Um, so, uh, so the normally for a project to materialize, the first step is to get it uh, into the PDPs. Uh, so you need to get uh, a particular project to be listed on the national development plant for the power sector. So now we are talking about PDP number eight. So once it has been uh, on the PDP, then it can go to auction or it can be awarded directly to once uh, investor, if there is only one investor interested in that project, and uh, and or if the investor is also the only one to study the project to propose it uh, into the PDP. And uh, in terms of subsidiaries, uh, you may be aware that the Vietnam uh, have a uh, fit programs for solar wind powers, but those um, so will be uh, will expire soon. I, so, so actually, the um, the fit program for wind powers uh, expire uh, at the end of October. For solar, it will expire at the end of this year. And 
investors are now uh, in uh, a bit a bit of confusion right now because um, the government still developing uh, alternative um, mechanism for pricing of uh, of uh, the new uh, projects that uh, yeah. that cannot get into the uh, fit programs. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting and certainly. Um, a concern that I've heard raised by some international investors is the lack of clarity over that over that fit regime. Yes. Different fit prices coming in, sometimes different standard PPAs coming in. So I think clarity over the next few years will certainly be something that that Vietnam will be looking for, um, and 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 that and that will really help it. Um, of course, um, you can we can sort of mitigate the um, the EVN or the the, the the sort of fit tariff risk by. Um, using corporate PPA structures or direct PPA structures, I think they're called in Vietnam. Yeah, could you tell us a bit about that? Because I, I understand that's quite a new and an interesting development in the Vietnamese market. Yes, that is correct. Uh, so uh, the government started to talk about um, direct PPAs, uh, direct PPA uh, in uh, 2017, and they started to. Uh, to set out uh, the regulations for those type of, uh, of PPAs. Um, but unfortunately, um, uh, the regulations are still not uh, yet uh, developed for direct uh, PPA. The, they are still under study. Uh, and, uh, and the uh, Ministry of uh, Industry and Trade um, are now drafting the regulation for direct PPA, uh, and uh, it only it says that um, the pro the program for direct PPA will be on trial basis uh, for the period until 2023, uh, with a total capacity of about 1,000 megawatts only. Uh, so uh, currently, um, from the draft that we have uh, reviewed, um, the in order for a power plant to to have a direct PPAs, it uh, it needs to have uh, the capacity capacity of uh, at least uh, 30 megawatt, and it's of course and it has to be uh, include included in the PDP, um, and uh, and the, the direct the, those uh, um, those buyers who want to buy uh, under the, uh, direct PPAs. Uh, must uh, have um, the um, must has the ability to purchase uh, powers at a voltage level at a at a voltage level of at least uh, 22 kilovolt or higher. Uh, so that is not for everybody. Mm. Um, so uh, so but but one particular feature of the uh, uh, direct PPA is that they also talk about a long-term uh, PPA and it can be between 10 and 20 years. Okay, super, thank you. And uh, I think that that will be in uh, in Vietnam as, as in a lot of emerging markets, that, that that corporate PPA sector will become increasingly important over the next few years. So so good to know that Vietnam are looking at it and um, uh, sounds like there's been a bit of sort of hold up in the, in the legislation, but that's something that will be, be worked on soon so so really interesting to know and i think a lot of our listeners will be will be pleased to have that summary um we've talked about a lot of the good things we've talked about the emissions targets and the renewable targets that vietnam has set itself we've talked about the different routes to market we've talked about the corporate ppa program 
I wonder now if we can just touch on some of the challenges, uh, and I'm sure there are some, maybe only a couple, but just some of the challenges um, facing the development of renewable energy projects in Vietnam, which, which investors might need to be aware of when they're coming to the country so they know how to deal with it. Yep, sure. I mean, uh, we have touched on uh, the problem with uh, the with with the expiry of the FIT program for both uh, wind and uh, solar power. So at the moment, um, wind power projects uh, will not enjoy the FIT anymore. Uh, but uh, for solar, it will uh, it will uh, soon be ending on the end uh, at the end of this year. Uh, unfortunately, um, there is no clear indication of uh, how the regulation will be issues to cover the, those uh, new power plants uh, that come uh, into that uh, come into operation after those expiry dates. Uh, so that's very uh, uncertainty uh, has affected um, investor a lot. Uh, I think the second uh, problem with um, renewable uh, projects uh, in Vietnam right now is also the national grid uh, problems. So the, uh, last year we have uh, we experienced. Um, a problem with the solar power plants, uh, which cannot, um, which cannot um, uh, put their capacity onto the national grid due to due to the the, the uh, old and um, absent of uh, enough uh, capacity on the grid, and uh, EVN um, said that they have to uh, take out uh, many uh, solar plants. Uh, during uh, summer of this year, because uh, because um, they uh, their grid cannot cope with um, the, those uh, new capacity, uh, and as soon as uh, I think I think um, also last year we have experienced uh, a lot of rain. That's why EBN is also incentivized to buy more power from uh, from uh, from hydro plants which are much cheaper than uh, solar and uh, and wind of course yeah 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 um the grid point is interesting i think it's in investment in that that part of the energy energy supply and transmission chain is often is often forgotten and That's correct. Yeah. it's That's it's correct. it's completely critical you can have all the generation yep. um all the generation that you that, that you want but without the the grid to get it to the right place and um, then it then it doesn't do you much good. So so interesting to see that that's a bit of a constraint in Vietnam at the moment. Um, yeah. But, and, but uh, it sounds like uh, yeah. But I just can get just just uh, add on point there. I mean, uh, so the government really forgot about um, about um, that part of uh, that part of the system. Uh, that's correct. And only last year there 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 was the first uh, privately invested grid to be developed. By a private investor in Vietnam, mm. so so far only EVN. So that uh, so I think uh, I think the government now realize that mistake and they they are calling for more investment from uh, from uh, private investor into the their uh, their grid. Yeah. And was that a um, was that a, was that domestic investment or was that external? Yeah, that's a, that's a domestic investment. Uh, the problem for foreign investment is that um, um, there are a lot of uh, unclear. 
and uncertainties around um, land issues and uh, property issues when you invest in uh, a grid. So it will be very difficult for, for an investor to seek financing uh, when it uh, tries to invest in um, a grid. Yeah, understood. Now I remember, I remember on the projects I worked in in Vietnam, land was land land rights was always an interesting issue yes, yes. for in, international investors to to yes. to try and accept. So, um, it sounds like the same same point is cropping up. Um, and and then um, we are we've, we've we haven't got a huge amount of time left, but there's still a couple of points I want to cover. The next one really is um, about legislative or policy updates or changes that might be coming in over the next couple of years to aid uh, renewable development within Vietnam. So if there's anything that you think is important to mention, um, then then please just do so, Hung. Um, yeah, um, so uh, I think uh, the most, uh, I think the most uh, important um, legislative uh, development that uh, everybody is looking for is the, uh, is the approval of the National Power Development Plan number eight. Uh, so several drafts have been uh, released for public comments and uh, the government uh, has said that it will approve the final version by the end of 2021. And uh, we expect that um, uh, after this uh, COP26, uh, the uh, National Power Development Plan number eight will also strengthen, strengthen its um, supporting measures for renewable power. Uh, and the, I think, uh, and the second, the second um, uh, development that everybody is looking for is the uh, bidding uh, mechanism for solar and wind powers. So we have talked about the expiry of uh, feed program for those uh, renewable uh, projects, and now everybody is very uh, uncertain about what kind of uh, what kind of pricings will be. Uh, uh, will be applicable for their projects. So people are um, expecting uh, new regulations on uh, bidding mechanism for those uh, renewable uh, power. Hmm. Interesting. Thanks. Um, good. Yeah, really, really, really good to know. Uh, the last point I just want to ask you, Hung, is there, there's already been some interesting news about uh, Vietnam and, and other developing economies coming out of COP. But is there are there any other outcomes you're looking for from the meeting, or that you think would would help Vietnam on its journey towards becoming a a really clean energy powered country? Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, so uh, with the COP uh, is is ongoing, so we already uh, got some good news. Uh, for example, the Prime Minister of Vietnam has announced that uh, Vietnam will achieve net zero by 2050. So this is the first time that uh, the government officially speak about this uh, zero target. Uh, and um, the minister of the MOIT also made a comment during the, uh, the COP uh, program that um, Vietnam will, uh, re will reduce uh, coal-fired power and double the wind and solar target uh, to 31 to 38 gigawatts by 2030. So this is really a an, a significant uh, increase uh, from the drop of the PDP um, number eight that we have seen. So we 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 thought that uh, if um, if the mis if the minister is correct, uh, then there will be uh, between th thirteen to twenty more gigawatt of uh, solar and wind 
leading up to 2030. So, uh, so we are really excited about uh, the sort of uh, public comments made by uh, uh, by the government of Vietnam, and we we really uh, uh, think that it would be good uh, when these are translated into the official PDP number eight. Thank you. Is, they, they are very exciting commitments, very exciting. And, and it also sounds hung as if you're going to be in for a very busy time working on all, all the projects that are going to be needed to meet those requirements. So what a great time to be a lawyer in the energy sector in, in Vietnam. I'm, I'm quite envious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are so, so fortunate about that, too. Yes. Correct. Yeah, uh, Hung, Hung and I have worked together on a, on a on a hydro project in Vietnam, and and we hope that we will do so on on more similar projects in the future. Um, it's been it's been really great, Hung, to um, to speak to you today. Thank you for all of your expert insights. Uh, I'm sure it's been really appreciated by our listeners. Um, do you just want to say goodbye, Hung, before we sign off? Uh, yeah. Um, goodbye, everybody, and. Uh... Thanks for listening. Uh, it's it has been a great pleasure for me to speak about uh, one of the one of the topics that we in Vietnam are all in, interested in. Thank you very much. Thank you, Hung. So thanks everyone for listening. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. You can find this episode as well as all our other other, other episodes on the Simmons and Simmons website, uh, also on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. So thank you very much for listening um, and speak to you again soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.